Welcome to RipperCast, your podcast on Jack the Ripper and the Whitechapel murders, as we bring to you recordings from the audio archives, in chronological order, spanning the years 1995 through to 1999, and all focusing on the Maybrick Diary. The following sound recording we bring to you is Mike Barrett being interviewed by Keith Skinner at the April 1999 meeting of the Cloak and Dagger Club. Mike, and according to your ripper story, it is just not. Moreover, 
and says he gave the diary to Tony Devereux to give to Mike. And Mike says this never happened. He went aces to show that she is lying. So tonight we get the truth. Thank you. One second more. I've got to tell you, Mike, that you didn't pay to be here. I know. Prior to yesterday, I had a set of questions to ask you, but in view of your revelations yesterday at lunch, which I find um, astonishing and faintly disturbing, I've now abandoned everything. But what I've got to ask you are the obvious, three obvious I'll questions. I'll wait a little bit. Come on to that. How did you do it? When did you do it? Why did you do it? Why it? has it taken so long? Why? Right. No, am I allowed to speak? Right. Thank you. Right. Once upon a time, ladies and gentlemen, I had a dream where I had a hell of a mortgage in between. And the mortgage is getting rather heavy. That's a good given fact. I can prove that. Because I can prove that within writing. Right. I can prove that within the mortgage papers. So, I thought to myself, oh, sugar lumps. Now, well, I'm sorry, but I didn't say sugar lumps. Right. If you'd like to check, and there's an awful lot of people in this room at the present moment in time, check with Mr. David Vaness. Now, I hope somebody is taking notes now at this present moment. I won't go any further until somebody starts taking notes. Mr. David Vaness. I'll take the note, Mike. Thank you. I'm already doing it. How do you spell the NS? B-U-S-S. The NS. Celebrity magazine. He was the editor. Now I've been writing. Oh, God knows. I've been writing for a lot. I've been awful. I've been writing for a lot long time. Like that. So, I phoned David and <coughs> up. And I'm producing a magazine. And a magazine is called Celebrity Magazine. This is very, very important. This is where the diary starts. Now, David Ness produces Celebrity Magazine. Meanwhile, I go along, and you can go, go check these facts. Who are the people I interview? Well, I interview Kenneth Williams, Bonnie Lanford, various people at that particular point. And I do, all the, I, I do all the interviews. So, I come back, and I work on a way processor. Right. But I'm only making about 100, 120 pounds, if I'm lucky. <coughs> then Maggie dies. Now you, you've got to ask, actually say, who's Maggie? Well, Maggie is Billy Graham's father, uh, mother, sorry, I do apologise. And when she dies, she dies on New Year's Eve. I thought to myself, I'd like to talk to Shane here, 1987. Quote, get that right down. 1987. So, in 1987, I turn around and go to myself, today's I'm, I'm A double N E. Right. Wants me to build up a mortgage. Didn't have the money. National fact, I've been perfectly honest with you. I only had £600 at the time. And £600 wasn't enough to pay for a mortgage. Well, it was, it was, it was like that. It, it, it was half and half. So, take the mortgage. I mean, we went to 12 Golden Street. G-O-L-D-I-E-S-T-R-E-T. Right. So we went to, oh, and the reason I spelled all this is just to prove that I'm not illiterate. 
I think that's extremely important because according to that, I can't string two, two sentences together. So we moved to Golden Street. Well, Golden Street was, um, shall we say, a tie around my neck. And I mean literally a tie around my neck. It was hanging me. I couldn't keep up with the mortgage. So I thought to myself, okay, I've been writing for David Burness, Celebrity Magazine. I've been writing for Chat Magazine. I've been writing for Looking Magazine. I've been writing for all these magazines. And I thought to myself, okay, Michael, let's do a St. Walter's Cross. Now, if anybody's in here and everybody's, um, shall we say, familiar with English literature, Sir Walter's Cross, if you know anything about Sir Walter's Cross, Sir Walter's Cross has happened to a hell of a lot of trouble in the past. And what's Sir Walter's Cross done? He rose himself out of it. And I mean, literally, he rose himself out of it. He rose to Ivanhoe. And that's a God given back. And that is a God given back. So I thought to myself, I'll do the same. I'll write myself out of it. I'll write myself out of the. Well, if you forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, and I do apologise, SHIT. Right. Because I won't swear. But I thought to myself, I'll write myself out of it. So I wrote myself out of it. Well, I thought I wrote myself out of it. Yeah, you know, I thought I'd fallen in the and thought it was a wedding. I'm serious. So when I rose in, all of a sudden the diary gets on the shelf. And the diary becomes genuine. For I know, and I totally know that the diary is a false. I know because I know I wrote it. But I haven't wrote it. And roses. Now always remember that fact, ladies and gentlemen. And roses. It's in her handwriting. Now always remember that fact, right, that's a God-given fact. So all of a sudden, whoops, amazing, I said, I'm not having this. Now remember, I've got a daughter, I've got a daughter called Caroline, and I haven't seen her. I've lost track of her. Oh, I know she lives in 111 Delmore Street, right, KK Liverpool, but do I? Um, I like to think she still lives there, but I've seen her daughter. I've lost a daughter. I turned around to her. I said, you don't, no matter what you do, and I mean this, and I mean this today, you don't use children. You don't use children. Rand did. Oh, I did. No question about it. She used Caroline. And she used me to what we call emotional blackmail, for what's the better word. It was blackmail, but I like to say it was emotional blackmail. And I turned around to me and said, uh, if you tell the truth about the diary Jack the Ripper, that you wrote it and I wrote it, right, I'll make sure God gave it back. Oh, and she swore it. And she swore it on the Bible. I'll make sure I guarantee that you never see Caroline again. Well, that to me was totally blackmail. Well, Michael Paris doesn't give us blackmail. Michael Barris had never given his blackmail. And Michael Barris had gone to his grave and he still never given his blackmail. But Anne said that. So Anne, true to her word, said this. And she really did say it. And she blackmailed me. And she blackmailed me with my daughter. And what you've got to remember, I do have kidney failure. It's a GHSS, which I've got plenty of letters to prove it. Right, do say. I'm only living on one kidney. 
I'm really getting it. And actually, that is the only fact that Shirley Housen got right within the whole diary. Right. So, I'm living on this, and I'm on dialysis, and I go to dialysis every now and again, right to the hospital, just to get myself. Just to get myself pumped full of blood, right, just to make sure that I'm a better man, right. It's a question of necessity, it's a question of health, right. So, I'm fine to have this back. And she goes, oh, he really is on dialysis. Then Shirley Harrison says, oh, by the way, hope you don't mind me, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what causes off syndrome is? Could anybody give me an answer? Anyone know what, I think it's Corsakoff syndrome? So you can speak up, I'll be very grateful. Uh, it's to do with alcoholism and loss of memory. Short term loss of memory. Well, I'll be damned if I've got loss of memory and I'll be damned if I'm bloody alcoholic. I wrote that bloody diary, that's a God given fact, so don't tell me I've got Corsakoff syndrome. It's very nasty. It's very nasty what she does. Right, so Shirley Harrison makes this statement without any medical facts. Now I repeat, and this is very, very important, and there's a hell of a room here, without any medical facts whatsoever. I'm listening. So she makes this statement, I've got Korsakoff syndrome. So she makes this statement, and it goes in the book. Well, I pick up the book in the diary chapter, and I've got Korsakoff. I don't even know what Korsakoff, excuse me ladies and gentlemen, I do apologise, but I don't even know what bloody ball Korsakoff syndrome is. I put a look it up in the medical book. Right. And it says, I'm demented. Bullshit to that. I'm bullshit to that. At that point, Mike, and you've given a very good overview, I just want to what? gently ease you back into uh, going over the story uh, from the point and you say, and you've now given us, the motive for writing the diary was money. You wanted, you wanted to write a bestseller and get yourself... No, I didn't want to write a bestseller. I wanted to get myself totally and utterly as a mortgage problem. And you would do that by... Writing the diary just after the river. Which I'd give my name so you can tell what look can do to Which you would hope would become a bestseller yeah. and get you a lot of money. Yeah. So it was a fraud. Right. Anybody when, want to rest me, by all means, what, what you said yesterday, which closed the time frame off for me quite uh, dramatically, is that you were sitting in Goldie Street... 12 Goldie Street. 12 Goldie Street, thinking, I've got to make money. Sir Walter Scott became your inspiration. He'd done it with Ivanhoe. You could do it by writing <coughs> the diary of Jack the Ripper. Yeah. So what you did is you phoned up Doreen Montgomery, a literary agent... I'll, I'll tell you this now. Now, Dory Montgomery, and this was very clever, this was exceedingly very clever. Now, you check your facts. I first met Dory Montgomery, and everybody can check this, on the 13th of April. Can you all check that fax? I can help you there, and I can support that. Will you support that? Of course I will. Yes, but I just want to take you But back. I did contact her. Yes. I did, did contact her. And what did you say? On the 12th of March. Yeah, and what did you, and what, and what did you say? I said, you? I think we're going to die, Jack the Ripper here. Right. Do you understand? And Tony, Tony fell for it, yeah. left, right and centre. Yeah. So all I had to do was come on and find a diary of Jack the Ripper and then write it. Exactly. It took me 11 days flat to write. 
So what we've got then is you phone up Dorian McDonnell, you con her into believing... Yeah, but if she wouldn't have believed the con, I would never carry it on with the con. But she, she believed it. She took it. So therefore I said to myself, right, off away to Littlelands. Right. 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 Okay. Right. Now off away to Littlelands. I mean this. Off away to Littlelands. Right. Mr. Kevin Way. And I hope everybody is taking this... Can I, can I take this in, 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 in sequence? Because I want to come back and Dorian Montgomery because I've got something which helps you. Uh. So, I'm just saying, it's that when you contacted Dorian Montgomery, you said uh, to her uh, about the diary of Jack the Ripper that you got it um, and that it had caused you... So much animosity with Tony Devereux and whatever. Tony Devereux was dead. Tony Devereux, you see, you've got to remember with Tony Devereux, dead men don't tell lies. I realise that, and he's not, and he is dead, so he can't tell any lies. Can't tell the truth. Fantastic. What Doreen said to you, which I find interesting in her letter, is that she could well understand the effect that this diary had on your family. Now, what what did what did she mean by that? Well. I was doing a con. <coughs> right. Well, you didn't tell her. <coughs> I didn't tell her. What did you tell her that made her? That's very simple. Um, I hope you don't mind me asking, but have you ever seen, um, shall we say, the entertainer, Paul Newman and a Sting? Mm. Right. Mm. You have a I understand that. I just right. want to. I just Thank want you. To, I just so, when you're doing a Sting, yeah. you do a Sting. Right. And you don't know the Sting, right. it's after the Sting. Right. Full stop. Right. Right. Fine. I understand that. Now you, now you understand. I hope, I I hope understand. you don't mind. What I don't ladies, understand. I hope you don't mind about your smoke. If you don't mind. Do it. Yeah. yeah. But just tell me, just reiterate it <clears throat> What did you say to Dorian that made her write back and say. Oh, easy. Why is this not a yearbook? No, no, no. Uh, 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 okay, uh, let's let's, let's yeah. do the story yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Remember, I'm a writer. Yeah. Remember, I've been written, you know, I, I, I wrote an awful lot of stories. Yeah. Right. That's factual. Yeah. Dave yeah. Manesh. We, we've, we've got that. Did, did been taken, and, and Don Rumbler will check this out. Yeah, right. So. Pretty sober. Yeah. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, anyway, so, that, that, that's, not, that's not very nice. But meanwhile. Well, we have a long standing relationship. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we have an ashtray if you don't mind? Yeah. That, that's if you don't Use mind. Key. <laughs> it's good to see you haven't come to the end of your personality there. <laughs> but then you've got one to come to the end of that. Sorry you stop growing. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, Donald, it's quick, but I tell you what, first time we went to 12 Golden Street, he, he was literally black. Look how, look how great he's gone. I'm amazed I haven't gone back there. <laughs> But anyway, let's go back right. to, to talk. So, yeah, so, right. what, yeah. um, so what I've done, yeah. it's very simple. Right. It really is. It really is very, very, very simple. I'll tell you what I'll do, yeah. because I'm going to... You, you, tell, you tell me to check the facts, and I've done exactly... Yeah. I've done exactly that. I've done exactly what Thank you were you. told. So here is the letter, and I'll read it now, what Doreen sent to you. And it's just a little bit... 13th of April. 10th, Correct. 10th of March, 92. Just after... Oh, after a contact there. Exactly. But I never got down so long as well. No, but we'll come, to, we'll come to that. I must explain we'll, we'll that come to, We'll come to that in sequence. But I just want to get where yeah, it's still in March. Right. Doreen writes back to you and yeah. she says, I can well understand how this diary and its import has affected your lives. Thank you. What did she mean by that? I don't know. I've done a call. 
But you didn't say that I'm doing it a con, and it's affected well, our I'm not going to tell her I'm doing a con. But why did she write that to you? Why did she say, I can understand how it's affected your lives? Because I was on the telephone at 12. Right. Um, From Broad Gold Street. Broad Street. And saying, oh, I was, I was doing a sell myself to her. But, but what did you say to her then? I said, I think I've got the diary of Jack the Ripper. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right. I'm not certain. Right. But I think I really have got it. Right. right. Remember, I know it's a con. Yeah I, yeah, I knew that. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But did you say... Well, you, you missed a point from Kevin Way and off the way to Lindland. That's later. Yeah. That's later. Did, yeah. No, you missed a point. Let me tell the story. Well, You're I, asking me how Dory believed me. No, what I'm saying is why did she ask you that question about she could oh. understand... She didn't ask you, she said, I can understand how this diary has affected your lives, your family, your family life. You must have told her about your family. You told her who you were, you were married, you had a daughter. No, you're getting it wrong. It was all a con. I realised that, but what was the con? What did you say to her? So, well, if you would allow me to explain, do. I'd be very much so. So, I'm saying to myself, what's it easy? I'm going to write myself out of trouble here. Okay. And I mean literally, okay. out of trouble. Okay. okay? You can't help you to be then, and yeah. what you probably said to me. Yeah, I'll phone up Pam Box. Right. That, that was before? Bullshit. Yes. Okay. Are you phoned and went straight through, Dorian? Yeah, went straight through. And you know how I went straight through Dorney? Right. 1989. Ours is on the right of the yearbook. Right. 89? 89. And this is 1992 though? Mm. So I've had the right to start since we were from 1989. Right. I've been writing. So in, with 19, I'm with, in 1992, you looked in your 1989 writers and artists yearbook, saw Dory Montgomery and went to her straight away in contact. No. Okay. I've seen international literary agents, right? right? Yeah. And if you can quote it, yeah. well, I can't do it verbatim, but if you actually, yeah. you know, look in the 1987 yeah. book, yeah. international agents, you know, international, yeah. and we will, you know, publish this and whatever, I thought we could. Oh, that's a bloody good card. She's the one. She's the one. Right, okay, you got that, so we're, we're, we're into it. So what you're now faced with is... So what I've done, I phoned Dory Montgomery. Called her beautifully. Yeah, and I said Dory Montgomery, I and this, this is a fact. Yeah. I said, uh, hope you don't mind me asking uh, Mrs. Montgomery. Yeah. And I was just seeing the polite book when I, when I spoke to him, by the way. I said, well, I've just phoned Pambox. Right. Are you with me? Right, I'm with you. Anyway, let's just move on. because Yeah, but hang on. I didn't phone Pambox. No. And she was, oh yeah, I'm listening. So you can't, I mean, all of that, I mean, you can't do beautifully. Yeah. Great. So what you're left with now is you've got to produce a diary, presumably in what, two or three weeks' time, because an arrangement is made to go and see Dory. And so what you've got to do is... No, I haven't got to do anything. What I've got to do is the most important thing in the world, which is destroy the diary of Jack the Ripper. You haven't written it yet. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Well, you've got... Your, your, you've got You've phoned up Dorian. I give my name to the history to tell what look can do to gentlemen. What the hell are you talking about? Well, what I'm James Mabry and what have you. No heart, no heart. Absolutely. Right. All, all yeah. Oh, sweet intercourse of death. Oh, sweet intercourse of death. Oh, H was spelled totally wrong. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because O-H was O-H as in O-H. And this is your finest hour. Your finest hour, Mike. But what is even finer is conning Dory Montgomery and knowing you're in a position you've got to go and see Dory Montgomery with a diary in order to... She never to let me see me. She never let me walk through King's, King, King's Court. I mean, with your knees. She wouldn't. No. That's why I first met you. 
In Doreen's office? Doreen Montgomery will not let me walk. I'm not now. Perhaps not now. But then. Then? Then, yes. Ah, that's the afterforce. Exactly, yeah. Well, all the proof. We're, talk we're talking about. We're talking about before. Before. And keep me to before because yeah. I'm still with. You've cre you are creating the diary of Jack the Ripper. And I wouldn't have to come to. No, I haven't created the diary. I have created. Full stop. I created the diary of Jack the Ripper. Right. Full stop. Right. Apostrophe. Right. I can't write. Okay. Right. Now I'll ask you a question, Keith. Hmm? Uh, excuse me. I you don't mind asking. Yeah. Okay. What's the three things? I'll sit this in front of a hall of the pub. That makes a best-selling novel. I'll tell you that. Go on. A writer told me. Sex, mystery, and religion. My God, I'm pregnant, who does? And do you know who told me? You. You. Absolutely. That's what makes a writer. Absolutely. I understand that, and I may be a writer one day. I don't. I'm just a humble researcher trying to seek clarification, not confrontation. <laughs> I am not doing confrontation. No, I am trying to explain. I'm here tonight. People here want to understand, as I want to understand, that you create this diary and you go to Doreen with it. Now, That's now, we, now but we come to Uthwaite and Liverland and we come also to... And here Mr. Kevin Wade. Yeah. Right. But Mr. Kevin Wade. Hang on. Right. There's a sequence before which I can help you with. Right. And I can One black diary. Well, yeah. everybody look what about the little diary hang on everybody look for one black ledger i know and i'll come to that because you make the point beautifully you win the point beautifully it's one of your aces it's not a ledger no i know do you understand that yeah i do i do and it's so and people here will understand it they'll understand it better if i can take you through and see right and so the red diary right thank you so it comes to the red diary right so i've said to myself i'm going to write the diary jack the river right are you with me? Absolutely. So we, March 1992, uh, yeah, just to get this yeah. date absolutely firm in people's yeah. mind. Right. Everybody, so please say it again. I'll say it again. Uh, Mike has conned uh, Doreen Montgomery beautifully on the telephone. He said, I have got the diary of Jack the Ripper. Doreen has said, incredible, bring it on down. We're in March 1992. Mike is now faced with the situation he has got to create the diary which he has sold to Dorian Montgomery. Right. Now I've sold it over the phone. Absolutely. Right. So now we're into So the... I get a red ledger. Oh, right. A diary. A diary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You need a diary. Yeah. And the red ledger, if you understand me, yeah. it's so small, yeah. it's untrue. And I thought to myself, oh, sugar lumps. I'm being politely, polite girls. I know you're all laughing at me, but I can't help it. <laughs> you don't want me to say shit, shit, sugar, do you? Well, I've said it now, but you don't understand what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be polite. But, so you get the diary, yeah. and so it's, no good. it's no good for what you had in mind. Yeah. 63 pages or whatever, yeah. and it's a tiny little thing. Yeah. It's a Victorian diary, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, it's just a Victorian and diary. So, but well, I thought no to myself, good. no good. So, how much does it cost? So I said to myself, what's a daisy? I've just kind of sold the idea of Story Montgomery. Yeah. Now I've got to produce the goods. Right. Are you with me? I'm with you. Now I'm stuck. Right. Right. All you've got is a little red diary. Yeah, no and all has got a little red diary. Robert Smith, <coughs> I hope you're listening to this, because you've been so conned. You've been conned, and you've been conned by Anne, and that's a god given fact. But stick with the diary, because it's, it's, it's cool, it's very important, right. because I can help you with it. Yeah, so... How much does it cost? I turn around, and it goes one point <coughs> right? 
which is off the way to London yeah. by Mersey. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to pay for it, presumably. Yeah. £50. £50. £50. Who paid for it? I did. You paid for it. Cash. So what on you, a nail. What you told me yesterday about Annie <coughs> paying for it. No, she she gave me the money for it. Yeah, but she, I, did, I didn't mean it that she actually paid for it. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I had the fifty pounds yeah. in my pocket. But what, what what my understanding was, and obviously I think it's wrong, although I take it from your statement, uh. and I'll, so I'll I'll read what you actually uh, said, um, is that um, uh, in fact. Uh, and it corresponds absolutely with what you're saying. Um, Anne Barrett and I finally decided to go ahead and write the diary of Jack the Ripper. In fact, Anne purchased a diary, a red light leather back <coughs> diary, Thank for £25. No she made through a firm in the 1986 uh, Writer's Yearbook. Yeah. Um, she paid, she and paid for it, yeah. through her bank. Uh, now, this is the beauty, right. Yeah. You check the Lloyd's bank, yeah. you find a check yeah. that was paid for £25 yeah. for the chap that actually sent the diary. Right. I'll check that. Right. And what would I find? You find a check yeah. that was sent by Anne Graham. For £25, what's the name of Anne's bank? Lloyd's bank. And where is it? Uh, Walter Street, Liverpool. Right. right. Good. So we established that that part of your story is... Now, where is the diary now? <coughs> I'm bothered. I haven't got a diary. Well, I'll tell you where it is. And that is with Stuart Evans, and that Stuart has got it. I gave it to Stuart because I asked Anne. Well, I'm telling the truth, I am bored because I don't know where my diary is. Ah, well, I'll tell you because in your statement you said that Anne actually had asked you for it, and I thought, well, she probably. No, you're going back years ago. You're going back to 1992. <coughs> yeah. 1992. Yeah. Remember, March okay. 1992. Right. I contacted Dorian Montgomery on the 13th of April. Right. But now remember, I contacted well, exactly right. March, and, but anyway. No, it wasn't. I contacted Dorian Montgomery. I come down. Well, I know contacted in March, yeah. but I didn't actually get down to London but let me until help the 13th of April. Because what you've said, you said check the bank statement, check the check, check hands, stubs, uh, and you will find that there is a, a payment for 25 quid going through her account. That's exactly what I'm saying. And that absolutely supports your story that in March 92, you went and got this red diary, it's no So unfortunately, can I make an apology tonight? Right. Well, my, I've got the apology to make because I've got the red diary. What I've also got, and I got it from Anne, because yeah. she sent it to me, Christ knows why, because it just incriminates her, but she sent it to me, she sent me the red diary, she sent me the her checkbook with the stub, <coughs> she sent me the account, her statement showing as you say, money going through the account, two dollars. 25 quid. There's no saying it's a two-four account. Yeah. Now can I make an apology? Well, no, but there's a complication here and I don't understand it and this is why I just want you to clarify it. By all means, you asked me the question. But the question but is... And, but can I, can and, and I make Stuart, an apology Stuart, afterwards? Yes, of course you can, but Stuart, and I've given it to Stuart because Stuart, Stuart Evans keeps this as a closely guarded secret. He used to be a policeman for 23 years. I'm not going to get next tonight. No, no, no. So I've given it to Stuart because I... I because the problem with... Hey, hang on a minute. Am I, I'm being paid for those. Am I going to get next tonight? No, you are. All right, that's fair. Right, what, I, what I what I don't understand then is the statement which Anne has sent me, yeah. which show which backs your story beautifully, yeah. is dated May 1992. 
May 1992, by which time you've been to see Dorian Montgomery with the diary. Yeah, April the 13th. Absolutely, with the diary. Yeah. So why is the statements of the, the well, You've got to work that out because she's a liar. She's a thief. But that's why I've got the statements and the statement shows that. The statement shows absolutely... She's a liar and a thief. Now can I make an apology? Robert, I'm speaking to you. I really am speaking to you. I'm speaking to you carefully. So... You were calm beautifully. I conned you. And Anne has conned me. Right? Anne has conned me. And that's a good thing, in fact. If you want to arrest me, you can arrest me. But the whole point is, I never wrote the diary, Jack the Ripper. That's a good thing, in fact. You didn't write it? No. Anne wrote it. It's in her handwriting. Right. Now, here's the other thing. So now, you remember that, Robert. You remember that. And she carried on with the fraud. Right. Now, I'll tell now I've been at the court. And... If you go back to my hotel room, I don't think you know. No, I might as well tell everybody here now. I think this gentleman <coughs> here has seen all the, the papers and what have you. I got arrested. I got six months in prison. And it wasn't very nice. And I got done six months in prison for threatening to kill. Right, threatening to kill. But I was on bail all that time. It's what you call remand. Right. I stayed in the prison sentence, and what have you. Then I went into a court, and I got cleared beyond all reasonable doubt by a jury. And a jury cleared my name. Yep. <coughs> what Anne has done, Mike, because the documents... I want you to know that, Robert. Yeah, but, but, That's a fact. But you have you have painted the picture of <coughs> Anne, the con woman that she is, and what... What I'm trying to say is... Totally is. Full stop. But the documents she has sent me, yeah. which contradict your story, I say, are forged. She has... Oh, forged. their documents, yeah. Yes, absolutely. She's very clever. Absolutely. That's why I've given them to Stuart to look at, because Stuart will be able to say, statement forged, the check. She even actually got, went and got the check. Yeah. It's all forged. It's all rubbish. Very clever. Ah. Precisely. Okay, so, so let's move on to Uwe. And Robert, I want to speak to somebody. No, I want to speak to Robert. Why do you think I call Anne the Wicked Witch? I'll tell you, because she isn't a wicked witch. She is a wicked Wicked witch. Right. She's a very nasty person. Yeah. And all she wants to do is to save her back. And all I want to do is to show her to die with Jack the Ripper and call it a day. Do you understand? And I've been trying to call it today for a long, long period of time. But Mike, you'll love this because what Anne has done is she has trapped herself beautifully. Because she sent us forged documents saying, oh yeah, I, uh, Mike and I, uh, I remember the Red Diary, I bought it, oh here's the check, here's, the, here's my checkbook, here's the statement, uh, but it all it contradicts the timing. Isn't but it? I would like to say to ladies and gentlemen, oh, it's, she, not been, it's not been dictumless. Well, it's whatever it is, it's Mike, certainly not fair dictionary. All there is is telling the truth. Yeah, and she has, she's forged documents and she will be exposed to that because when Stuart looks at those documents, he'll be able to say immediately, rubbish, these are forged, and that's I mean that's the end of Anne's credibility. If she has any credibility to lose, that will be the end of it. Just run over Go there. on to Uth Wait and Live because this is has to be one of your aces. Ace of the card? Yeah. Don't know, you know. Never play aces. <laughs> but Oothwaite and Liverland, Red Diary no good, off you go to Oothwaite and Liverland. I'll never play aces. 
<laughs> Tell us about Uthwaite and Liverland. Uthwaite and Liverland? Yeah. Right. Where you Awful Waite and Liverland. You pronounce it one way. In Scouse language, we pronounce it another way. It's Awful Waite and Liverland. Right. Tell us about it. Because this is where you got the diary from. Yeah. Great diary, no good, out of the, out of the window. You need a diary because you still got Doreen Montgomery right. to go and see. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah. March nineteen ninety two. Right. First week of March nineteen ninety two. That's when you come Lost sixty four. Right. Right. Sorry, Robert. Lot sixty four. I was good, wasn't I? Yeah. I was a good writer. Yeah. Lot sixty what does that uh, mean? Oh, by the way, Robert, there we go. Would you do me a favour? You come back to my hotel room tonight. Would you would you do me a favour? Seeing you're a publisher, right? Would you do my old business? <laughs> but tell us about because there's, there's a few people that know I'm still writing. Mike, I have to tell you, you don't tell us about Lot 62. People want to know what Lot 62 is. It wasn't that Lot 62. What is it? What is it? One diary, one brass compass. Right, right. So you got this from? No, not one diary. Right. That's where everybody gets everything wrong. I know. I one. Black ledger, fine, and one brass compass. Now, why do they deny the fact that because they're all belonging to compasses, right? Right. But what you've got, and this is the here it is. Here's, here's the ace, ready to play it. Uh, because you told Andy, and if you told everybody, uh, you have got the receipt. What happened? Let's see. I don't play. You don't. No. And you know why I don't play? No. Nope. Very very simple. Okay. Okay. It's up for you, you're the researchers, you check the facts. And if I've done a good job writing a dive Jack the River as a researcher, you do a good job doing and checking the facts. So first. what you're saying is that you, for five and a half years, you want to put an end to this. <coughs> you're desperate to put an end Game to Game the the fat lady sings. Okay, so what we've got to do... Sorry, girl, you, you were What we've got to do is actually check this and once you've checked it, what, what, what? you check with Kevin Way, which we've done, right? And I've got it in front of me, right? And he says, having searched through our files and archives either side of the alleged sales date, I can confirm that no such description or lot number corresponding with his statement exists. Wrong. Further, well, this is what he's saying. It's not what I'm saying. Furthermore, we do not and have never conducted our sales in the manner in which he describes. Wrong. He's wrong. Totally. I'm not sorry. Mr. Kevin Way, who works Shortly at Outhwaite and Liverlands, doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, he's an auctioneer. Right. Yeah. He's an extremely busy man. Right. Uh, he um, goes he's, 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 he's confused. No. He's not confused. I'm not. confused, but he's not. No. Mr. Kevin Way. Yeah. And his assistants. Right. Right. Mr. Kevin Way is the, is the man who owns the... They're writing to the wrong man. Is who owns the firm? Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Now Mr. Kevin Way owns the firm. Right. 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 So he gives it to his minion. Yeah, that's an appropriate word. Yeah. The minions. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. This should that lady. Yeah. Easy, isn't it? Actually, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why not show us the lock? Why not show us the lock ticket so we can just clear this up? Or you, or we have to find that out. Once you find that out, then you know Michael Barrett is telling the truth. Michael John Barrett, born right. on the 29th of the 5th, 52. Right. Once you find that out, right. it's not for me to right. tell you. Okay. It's for you to find out. And once you find that out, okay. 
Then you turn around and then you clear my name. Right. Because after all, when said and done, and this is what. Clear I, your name, what does that mean? Clear my name. But what? That I wrote the diaries of the river. What, you need us to actually establish that you wrote the diary of yeah. Jack the Ripper. That's why. That's exactly what I'm here for. So you're saying that your word alone isn't good enough? Oh no, my word is good enough. Yeah. But my word is not good enough because I'm being very, very practical. Right. Let's very, keep with the practicalities yeah. because that's good. right. Because I that, am that's being, what, that's I am being extremely practical. Yeah. Right. Now my word. Everybody could possibly believe me here this evening. Mm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Well, you could turn around and say, oh, standard ovation. Right. right, now hang on. Everybody could see me and go, oh yeah, right, we believe my Elvira. But let's go to the... Well, let's go to the proof. But let's go to the wicked witch. She is the person, she is... Um, she, she let's is, go to the proof. She is let's the go to the heart of the story. That's her, without any redemption. Yeah. A woman without any so redemption. So let's go. The diary is in her hand. Oh, well, by the way, is it? If, if, oh, it's the yeah. What's in the handwriting? If we can add Anne's handwriting. Why Alicaran? Bring her in later. Because no, I want to bring her in no, now. No, bring her in later. Alicaran, Robert. You produced it in the book. Right. First, who wrote this diary? According to Alicaran. Will's writing handwriting experts no. and what have you. Right. It's got a multiple, I mean multiple, because I'm quoting. A multiple personality. Thank you. That's Anne. That's Anne. <laughs> she is a multiple personality. Yeah. She is a schizophrenic. This explains, is that what you're saying? Yeah. This explains that, I mean, you've answered it for me. Because we've got Anne's handwriting, I've given it to Don Rumbelow again, who can just about read. But anyway, he will be able to see patterns, he'll be able to make some uh, the handwriting. Don't be assaulting him. But Anne's handwriting doesn't seem to resemble <laughs> the handwriting of the diary. But I'm, I, I don't but know Anna Anna Karan states quite categorically, yeah. Paul Thelman yeah. flies there in, right. Right? right, from Israel, right? right? So She's the world's leading handwriting yeah. expert. Yeah. Agreed or not? Well, would everybody agree with me because that's what's in the diary, yeah. right? But so Anna Karan gets flied in, right? Yeah. From Paul Thelman. She looks at She looks at the, she looks diary, at the diary and she, she doesn't know it. She doesn't know it's the diary Jack the River. But and she says, whoever wrote this story personality, that is Anne Graham. Yeah. So therefore, <coughs> Anne Graham, when she actually wrote the diary, she mm. wrote in her other personality. Does she become schizoid to orderly? Because that, do you well, say... Well, put it this way. I haven't seen my daughter for six years. Well, now hang on. Yeah. Now hang on. Right. Yeah. I want to ask you about your daughter because I didn't want to bring your daughter into into. No, all but, right. you, but you yourself have. No, I, I don't mind. Well, Caroline's my girl. Right. Right. I'm sorry, but she's she's as my lawyer. In your in your in right. your statement, you yeah. say that when you I have blackmailed with, with Caroline. Right. But what you say in your she said she turned around to me on Dory Montgomery's day as a food lodge. I'll never see Caroline again. Yeah. That's tell the truth. Yeah. In your statement, I, 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 and this is what disturbs me, but what also disturbs me is in your, statement, in your statement, you say that Caroline actually witnessed you and oh, yeah. oh, Colin creating the diary. Yeah. See, but she's never going to protect the mother, isn't she? She doesn't want a monkey, Nick. How do you reconcile, I mean, what is the, how, how do you explain to, to, I've got no children, there are people in this room who have children, they have grandchildren, don't right, you want to explain it? I'll tell you how it, 
Right, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you how it hurts. It hurts there from the heart. But what, what, what it kills me from the heart. Because Anne has lied. I understand. And Anne has lied, and she's used Caroline as a blackmail threat. But you. Did you not think when you were writing, when you and I were writing... I never thought I would do this. No, but what about Caroline, though? How do you... How well, do I never thought Caroline would go down, but she's got to protect the mum, because she's got to protect the mum. It's very, very simple. If, if the diary is financed to be a fraudery, Robert, do you... If your diary is financed to be a fraudery, who goes to prison? Not me, because I've been telling the truth. All right, but this... Anne goes to prison. Right. So Anne, Caroline is looking at it any other way. I've got to protect my mum. But Mike, very simple. But Mike, when you and when you when you and Anne wrote this diary, created it together. What about the risk of actually being found out and going to prison? Was that a risk you were prepared to take? No, no. I'm too good a writer. So uh, that's it. So in other words, it was the right the writing, but it needs more than the writing. Tell us about the ink. What sort of ink? What diamond ink? Right. I always told you. Why? Gold chambers. Why? Why diamond? Why diamond? I don't be sitting there, no. I just wanted to dig. Oh, hang on, you must know because um, what, you, what you don't want to do. Oh. All right, Robert. Let's go for it. No, I'm going for it, Mike, because I don't believe you. On this, I don't believe you. With sugar and secrets, couldn't I pay for my full fee? I said I did flee. Right. You quote the diary. What do you do? But I can quote Shakespeare. That doesn't mean I wrote Shakespeare. You quote yeah, the diary. What, that you do, mean you wrote what you do with the ink? What you do with the ink? That's it. Yeah. What you do with the ink? Yeah. Put a little bit of sugar in it. Why? To mix up the molecules. Uh, right. This is what I want to find out. You know the sort of ink you want. Yeah. What properties are you looking for in the ink? I'm me I'm messing about trying to mess up. The molecules. Yeah, but you haven't got much time to do this in. You've got Dory Montgomery hot on your heels. You've got yeah, I know, but I've got a mess up the molecules. But how do you know that? I mean, I, I'm just fascinated well, by... it's very simple. Well, it's not to me. What does sugar do? What does sugar do? I don't know. I mean, one lump or two. I just don't know, Mike. <laughs> I mean, why sugar... Well, it's pity ignorance. Sugar dissolves. Sugar dissolves. But what does this and do? And when it dissolves, oh. if you pour... Excuse me. Yeah. There's a glass. Right? Yeah. Okay. Put it in there. What does it do to me? I'm scotch. Right. Yeah. Just imagine, yeah. right, when you put sugar in there, and when you go like that... Into diamine ink. It dissolves. Yeah. Correct me? Yeah. Or not? Um, right. Right, thank you. Good. So therefore, I have just messed up. That is not a quarter of scotch anymore. Do you understand? That is now a quarter of scotch with a, a hell of a lot of sugar in it. Right. Can you understand where it comes yeah. from? But you didn't write it with scotch, but you wrote it with ink. So what you've done is mess up the molecules in the ink. Any ink. What does this do? Mess up the molecules. <laughs> but what, yeah, fine, but what does it do though? What's the result? Can't you get this point? Well, someone explain it to me. You mess up the molecules, therefore when you write in a book, yeah. right, the molecules don't match the ink. Right. So that is something that is foolproof to actually, it will, it will avoid detection. Well, tell you what, we'll go down there. If there's any shops here open now, well, I and I mean, I don't want to, right. I don't want to go that. And we'll go get the ink. Yeah. And we'll go get a sugar. Yeah. And when you put the sugar yeah. in the ink, yeah. and you go, boom, 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 boom. Okay. So what you the molecules are totally messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, you can't produce, you can't produce yeah. the exact the, ink. What are the pro what would be the properties of the ink that you used? What would be? I tell you what. What would you be avoiding? If 
find out that didn't write the diary. No, but, but what, you <laughs> what you wouldn't do is go to Woolworths and get a bottle of it, presumably. No, why not? Oh, it's pretty cool, Chambers. But why would you go to Woolworths? If Woolworths are closer? No. Well, why would you get, I mean, why, why Blue Cook Chambers? Easy. What? Yeah. Because if you look, they've got dye mining. Yeah. So, so you knew about dye mining. Yeah. Right. What is the properties of dye mine ink that uh, that it has that you were looking for? Simple. Yeah. When I write with a two pen nib. Yeah. Right. Two, two, two point nib. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Right. Thinking. I'm thinking. So I've got dye mining here. Right. Well, hang on a minute. This is not. And I emphasise. Well, I'm just saying, is it an iron ore? Will you stop? I've got to hit something a minute. No disrespect, sir. I wouldn't do it here, yeah. But will you let me have my I will, say? I will. I'm sorry. Thank I'm just you. trying to move. Right. So when you do the dye mining, yeah. Right. I'm thinking so. Oh, I've got the dye mining. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. I thought to myself, ooh, sugar lumps here. And I mean, literally sugar lumps. Right. I thought to myself, well, I can't produce that dye mining because that, that can be traced. Right. Ah. Stuff. So, can be traced. So putting sugar so in it. So putting sugar in. That's it. And mixing it all up right, house. Right. That can't be traced. And that's what absolutely gets through all the forensic tests. And right. with sugar in C, and this is a fact. Yeah. Couldn't pay my small fee. Right. I still had it flee. Yeah. And I could give me for supper. Right. I understand that now. Okay. Let's move on just a little bit then. Um, to the writing, because I know Martin Fido might have sketched and Caroline Morrison, she's here, who is a, a, a new member, she's got an interesting question about it, but I want to move, keep with the writing. Was it a conscious decision not to make the writing of the diary resemble James Maybricks? Well, put, put it this way, and I'm being very serious. I studied Florence Maybrick, Poison Life, 15 years. My Poison Life, 15 years. And I knew James Maybrick, if you, if you do forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, James Maybrick was a bastard. He wasn't a very nice man. He was a womanizer, he was violence and, well, pretty much it was documented. Do you right. think he was Jack the Ripper? Really and surely. Do you think he was? Why do you think I wrote it? Right. So, I mean, this is what fascinated me yesterday, and I'll say it now because it will, because you can tell you, explain it better than I can. Mike actually, when he was had the predicament of writing the diary of Jack the Ripper, it was Mike's implicit belief that James Maybrick was Jack the Ripper. So on the strength of that, he wrote the diary, as he says, because he believes, and you're here tonight, implicitly that James Maybrick was well, Jack the Ripper. And he wrote it on behalf of James I'd never be 100% sure. But I'm right saying, I, 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 I want to characterise what you told me absolutely accurately yesterday. Sure. You wrote the diary on behalf of James Maybrick yeah. because James Maybrick was Jack the Whip. So Shane Maybrick couldn't speak beyond the grave. Right. Why, so why didn't you make the diary resemble his handwriting at all? Simple. Very, very simple. Yeah. It's probably, probably set up now. We yeah. didn't sit. It didn't turn up when I was writing the diary. I never had any uh, examples of James Maybrick's handwriting. Like so you, but you didn't think to go and because you'd been studying it for some time. So you must have known that the will actually existed. I went to the college. Oh. I went to the will. I went to the Liverpool Library. Right, and James Maybrick, Maybrick's will. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's a Liverpool Library, and if you want to, five five floors up. Okay. So you knew that. Oh, I knew the original that. will's there. Yeah. So why didn't you use it? Because the doctor written in his handwriting check it it's in written in thomas's handwriting 
Thomas Maybrick, his brother, wrote James Maybrick's will. Did he sign it? No, I needed to Maybrick. How did you know that? Beauty. Well, Liverpool Brown Street Library. What, so you looked, and you looked at James Maybrick's hat, will yeah. and said James Maybrick didn't write this, his brother Thomas did. Yeah. Well, check it. Well, I believe you. I just want to know how you knew that. Well, it's easy. If you're doing documentary research, I'm a researcher. Before I do anything, I research. As you did with Ian. As I did with Ian. Explain this to them because it is your master card. And oh, costly, Vince, costly, yeah. Right, okay. hang on. Spell O oh, costly and supposed that. No, you ask I'm everybody not, here I'm to not, spell I'm it. I'm not going to do it because this, I, I, I don't want to take the, the, the shine away from, from you. Well, you ask everybody in here to spell O oh, costly and supposed that. I need to explain to them. Okay, why are the background? And then you. This is my master card. This is it. Uh, in, the, in the diary, uh, there is a line which is O costly intercourse of death. It comes from a poem called Sancta Maria Dolores, which is written by Richard Crawshaw, who was an English metaphysical poet of the 17th century. Right. Nobody, nobody in this, nobody could actually trace the source of this quote. It defied everyone. It defied astonishingly Martin Fido. It defied Don Rumbler. No one was surprised at that. The one you are, no offense, bloody clever. And the one person who identified it was Mike Barrett. Mike, not only did Mike identify, tell us about it. How did you, why did you include it? What does it mean? Right. Slowly but surely, I start from again. Hillsborough happened. Ten years ago to the day, almost. Thank you very much. Hillsborough happened, and I've always been, um, and I'm not trying to say this to get sympathy, I've always been a charity raiser, do you understand? I enjoy, you know, giving back to what society can do to you. And I sent away to a lot of people, right, all the people I've interviewed, like Bodyline, Flip Cliff Bridges and people like that. I said, Ken Dodd, do you understand what I mean? And could you, could you all literally you know, and send something. to help the victims. Yes, yeah, to help the, the victims. And uh, I'm not being funny, but Hillsborough is a very, um, well, choice of the Pundians, and I, I've been there. It was very devastating, you know, to see 94 victims, or 96 now, as it happens, um, to die on the field of you know, Hillsborough. And Liverpool was totally devastated. And I mean totally devastated. We were all gorgeous. And that's the appropriate word. Cut it. So I thought to myself, well, I'll do something for it. Yeah. So I picked up my phone, and this is the day when I was an exceedingly rich man, and not a broken man. I started following up. I said, eh, oh, you don't mind me asking. I don't know if you've got any objections, but would you mind selling me all sorts of things? Right. So I got, I got, I got literally uh, Kendall's. Uh, Stick, Jimmy Cricket, sent me a couple of books <coughs> and what have you. And um, there was an awful lot of people stamp over and sent me his German handles and what have you. No, I've been exceedingly serious. This was an auction. This was an auction. Right. And uh, forgive me for moving on because just that people want to come in with another question. Yeah. What actually happened was Michael so, sent 
the 12 volumes of spheres that yeah. he's so, literature. So what they done? They got they got show me it wasn't 12 volumes. Oh, whatever, how many volumes? Nine volumes. Nine volumes, and then you say no one's going to buy this. Three missions. Right, no one's going to buy it. Up they go in the attic, you forget about them. <coughs> you remember it when you're creating the diary. Quite right. Why? Because I read them. Ah. And I enjoyed reading them. And I thoroughly enjoyed reading them. They were good. Yes. They give me an awful lot of knowledge. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then I found this old sweet intercourse. Did you did, did you remember that? Yes. Life? When you were creating Probably. the diary, you yeah. remember And that's where I made a mistake. Because I was O H. Yeah. And that's the correct yeah. pronunciation. And I was O. How did she make that mistake? I mean, did, what, why? Well, I'm waiting on a way to process her. Yeah. And, what, and, and she's writing me? the diary. And she's writing the diary at the back of me. You're dictating yeah. as you go along. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. And you say, you say, oh, cost, write this down, oh, cost the end of course of death. And what, she, what Anne goes and does, the stupid bloody fool. This is women for you. Yeah. All right, yeah. She puts an H. Because O-H? Yeah. Well, I just follow. Well, if we have a, if we have a, well, when, when I, think, you... I think we've got a hell of an audience here tonight. <laughs> yeah. If I ask everybody to ask, to spell O-H, yeah. right, O, Swinton to those case, yeah. I wonder how many people out in this room yeah. would put O-H. Yeah. It's, it's, and done it. The other thing, the other extraordinary thing about it is, what, what, what is the line? O, Swinton's course of death. I looked at the line, and it's yeah. actually own costly intercourse of oh, death. Yeah. Plural. Yeah. Why did you leave the S off? What do you think? I don't know. Except the Ripper, who's supposed to write the diary. Right. Right. He's totally illiterate. He's writing his life. He, he's, going, he's doing this. James Maybrook, this is. Yeah. He's totally illiterate. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say he's totally illiterate, but you understand what I mean. Well, so you've got to make mistakes here and you've got to make mistakes there. Right. That's how the diary becomes a genuine right. Right. thing. Now, here's, the, here's what I... If it was too well written... Mm. No, I'll I tell you this, Keeper, I mean it. I'm very, very serious. Mm. If it was too well written, mm. right? Mm. And I mean it, mm. right? Nobody would have believed it. Uh, what I, here's, here's where I get a problem, Mike, because you say... and. I bring this to back you up. You say you create the diary, the text of the diary on your word processor. Mm. You give it to Shirley. Um, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to prove something. It's in your point. It's in your no, favour. Yeah, I know it's in my favour. But let I'll... me hear it. Let me let me speak on. Because here it is. This, I turn to a costly intercourse of death. You've written that. This stupid wife of yours. She puts an H on it. O H. Apostrophe. But in the transcript of what you've written, it's OH. Now, OH, costly intercourse of... No, I, I have used that transcript. But this isn't, what you, this isn't yours. No. Hang on a minute. Let me have a look. That's if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. I, I hope you don't mind. This is what... That's, not, that's all mine stuff. <coughs> that's all yours. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing to do what, what Oliver can. So this about. isn't your original text? No. What is this? So, are you saying that this sure is... She couldn't pay my soul yeah. for you. She said I had a and a dreadful thing. What you've done is you have made a transcript of a transcript. Yeah. Right. And David, the tin box was empty. Robert? Good. I'll that, tell you that something. That clears that up. David, the tin box was empty. Paul Harrison, in 1889, I don't suppose you're here, by the way. 
Paul Harrison, in his itinerary, and I mean literally in his itinerary, says, damn it, the tin box was empty. Check with Paul Harrison's group. The matchbox is empty. Why did you have that? This is extraordinary, the, t the, the empty tin matchbox. It is, I mean, it is sheer brilliance. It is also what damns you. Because the empty tin matchbox is what gives us our 1987 date. So why did, why did you include it? How did you come to include that tiny, tiny detail? Because I'm a writer, full stop. Right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, I'm going to stop this now. No, I will stop it. Right. First of all, I'm, I'm dying for a pint. Anybody buying me a pint? That's right. I've been sitting here. I, I haven't had a drink of anything. Right. Right, down with the tin box was empty. I'm going to do a three quarter tin for sales and over the effie. God bless you. Nice. If he doesn't bless you, I will. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'm going to do a three quarter tin for sales and over the effie. Did, did you know Crispy Blues is happening? Well, I do know. Do you know containers in Vancouver? I know what that means. You do know that? I do, yes. I hope, I hope not a lot of people in this room don't know that. Okay. Okay. Right. That's why I get annoyed, you see. I, 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 I've, I've taken the gloss off your, your finest hour, which is oh, costly into course of death, and I feel that this is so good for, for you, because... Right. And I, has oh, anyone, God. anyone got any questions? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Right. Can we stop? Yeah. So, why did I write, oh, costly into course of death? That's the question you asked me. You want to guess? You're quite right. I the answer. Get the answer. Right. Now, I'm only repeating. I thought it was very, very good. I've done the Hillsborough disaster appeal. Do you understand yeah, what I, I mean? We understand the background to it. The background, right. So you do understand absolutely, that background. Absolutely. Right. So I've done the help, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm doing, you know, uh, Gary Skyner, a philodomized comedian. Why do you include it in that point in the diary? So I was reading the book, and I love reading. Yeah. I was, I'm forcing myself, that's a cracking line. Right. And I mean, yeah. that's a real cracking line. Yeah. And I'm talking scouts now. Yeah. You, you understand what I mean? Cracking line. So it's a, a line which stayed with you when you were reading. All the way through. Look, and I right thought to myself, and wait for the right moment. And that's, to right. use that's how I do it. Within the context of how you used it. I mean, explain how, or what it means within the context, because I didn't understand it. Oh, oh, I still don't understand what it means. Right, <coughs> Chapter Ripper is a murderer. Now, what does what what the court... That, that's what old sweet is, of course, Try and understand it the way I am walking at it yeah. from it. When I'm... Yeah. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 yeah. right. Chapter Ripper is a murderer. Yeah. Factual. Yeah. Right. He's killed by yeah. women. Yeah. Right. Right, Mary Kelly and what have you. Last, last one. So young, unlike I. Right. Boom, 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 boom. And say to yourself, oh, this man's a madman. He's got to be a madman because he killed five women. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all I'm saying to myself, maybe it's an arsenic eater. Right. Can you understand where I'm coming from? Right. Maybe it's literally an arsenic eater. So. I've got Chuck the Ripper on one side yeah. of the coin, yeah. and I've got James Maybrick on the other side of the coin. And it is your implicit belief that James Maybrick was Jack the Ripper? Oh, without saying it, I know it was. 
I've got to ask you this, Mike, because it, you make such a powerful case for James May with being Jack the Ripper. It's a brilliant. I'll tell you what, I said this to you yesterday. What gets in the way is the diary. Yeah, well, sorry, I'm sorry, So am I. <laughs> but yes, but I'm gone, though. I never made a penny out of it, so I mean, I'm wrong you to know that. I've got all my money, and that's a fact. I want. Has anyone got questions for Mike? Because it's me. Well, well. You can ask me. Questions for Mike. Is that Andy? Yeah. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. By all means. I'm sorry. I'm looking. I'm looking. I do apologise. I'm looking straight into these bright lights, so I can't see you. We don't mind me asking, or saying rather. Yeah, Mike. Could you come over this side if you don't mind me asking? I, I do apologise, but Andy, will you confirm that I'm looking at this? Andy Park, yeah. yeah. So, that's all right. Yeah, yeah there he is. Yeah. Andy. Okay. All right, you uh, made uh, an affidavit on oath for stresses of it. You bought this alone. Oh, yeah. It's all right. right. Is Alan Brown prepared to make a similar affidavit to say the problem? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it for six years. I oh, know, but would she be prepared to do the same? I don't know. I'm being totally and utterly honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't why, know. Why did the affidavit you made actually makes no, has no resemblance to your story? Why did you change it? Why? Yes. Oh. There's my opener. Oh, the wicked. Oh, what? Wicked world. Yeah. Right. We deceive. When we practice to deceive. Yeah. Yeah. I was practicing to deceive. You were practic you were deceiving solicitors. I'm just deceiving everybody. Right. I didn't want to get Nick. Anyone any other questions for Mike? Yes, I'm Mike. Going to ask Martin. Um, who does believe you? A, a big a big problem. Um, the, the diary is full of spelling mistakes. You agree with that? Oh I yeah. I'm not the world's greatest speller. In actual fact, I, I'll take you back to my hotel room now. I've done the old Winston there. But, but, but you didn't write it. Anne wrote it. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not the world's greatest speller. I need to remind. Well, I've had a lot of letters from Anne, and I've seen a certain amount of her writing. And it doesn't contain ah, spelling mistakes. Access the fact. She's got a weird processor. She's got a spell checker. It's simple. But you composed this on word processor. We put it this way. And it didn't have a spell check? You, you, no, not my old word processor. It didn't have a spell check? No, no, so no, no. And, and followed your spelling? No, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop a minute. We're going back how many years? Go on, tell me. Well, you tell me. I mean, I don't know when you wrote it. Well, 1992. 1992 is another thing. Right, thank you. So what year, what year are we in now? We're in 1999. Thank you very much indeed. That's a hell of a long time, isn't it? Not especially. The, the point no, I'll ask... 1992, Right. Okay. Modern word processors change over. Yes. Are you on there? Uh, but I think I've seen a working man also that wasn't written on a word processor. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you actually seen Anne's handwriting personally? No, and I want to correct something Keith said. Well, I did not uh, rumble the handwriting immediately. The English. What have you done? Is what I. All that you've done is seen on a word processor. Is that correct or not? Rick, what? 
Anthony wrote probably, I don't know, wrote letters to you. No, I think I've seen work of Anne's that was not written on a word processor. <coughs> what I, what ah, I find... You say you think. I hope you don't mind. Oh. You say you think. Can you prove it? I can double check. I mean, I've still got letters well, from thank you. And I can double check. The point really is, I have found nothing to suggest that Anne could have misspelled. And in addition to misspelling, the diary is full of tremendous grammatical errors. There's a phrase, for example, a really memorable phrase, unlike I, which recurs a couple of times. Oh. Now, you've said you're a very good writer, and you were consciously setting up as James Mabry. Can you believe he would have written, unlike I? If you don't put it this way, James Mabry, first of all, let's go back to the Forest Mabry case. Now, it's very important that you go back to the Forest Mabry case. She said 15 years, okay, to kill James Mabry, supposedly. Would you agree with me there? It's a fact. Well, she served 15 years of a life sentence, yes. <clears throat> Thank you. Right. So what she's doing, Forest Mabry, and she does 15 years in prison. She's gone. I just put myself in. So Florence wrote the diary, not James. No, you're missing the point. James wrote the diary. Yeah. But I was putting it on his part where she was writing the diary. I am getting exceedingly tired this evening. I've had a long day. Yes, Dom. Don Rumble has a question. Thank you, I'm not trying to get out of it, Robert. No, I'm like, not. Like you say you're a professional writer, then as a professional writer, you'll know that one of the tricks of a professional writer is that it takes uh, a writer a little time to get into the subject. Therefore, one of the pieces of advice you're always given... Does it then? Hang ...is to delete the first paragraph or the first page. Now, no, you don't do you that. look at the diary, how else that. did you have a run-in, and if so, did you delete? What did you actually delete? Okay, then. You want to know who I'm a writer? Oh, okay. no, no, I didn't ask that. I asked what you were deleted. You said, you doubt my, prof accept, no, you doubt my professionality. I, no, I said you're a professional writer. You told right. me you were. Okay, now. So I've asked you about running into the You've diary. asked me a question. What did you delete? Right. Can we, can we just forget the diary, just no, for one second? No, no just for one second, can we forget? The diary. I'd rather not. I'd rather stay with it. I prefer to forget the diary for 60 minutes, 60 seconds. Well, I'm right. understand that we come back in 60 seconds. Yeah, fine. Okay. What are you going to write? You're going to write. What are you going to write? You're going to write from the heart. And I mean from here. Okay. So once upon a time, might not buy the stairs. Oh, long story. What's the feed best food, sir? And Robert, listen to this. Robert, listen to it. What's the three best things that makes an international bestseller? You've already said that. Yeah, with, with, it's Sex, religion, my God, I'm yeah, pregnant. Well, you've Yeah, well, I'm not so, really interested in that. I'm interested well, in what you actually that. wrote in the first part of the diary. That you, what was your running? What was my running? Yeah, because there's pieces this deleted from the front of the diary. So what was your running? How did you actually get going? You didn't just start on the page that we've actually got. What did you actually oh, start? Oh, only two or three quality checkers. Faxendale report, Robert. 
We're not into facts. I'm wrong. You're not the real He's my publisher. Whoa. You came up here to ask to put yourself up as the author. We want to know what you actually put in this context. A reasonable question. How do you mean want to put the context? Before you run into the text, what did you actually want? What was the first page? Rendezvous was the big opening word. No, it's halfway down the first page. Thank you very much. That's where I made the mistake. No, you had to have a rendezvous. I cursed Larry for making me rip. I don't mean I cursed Larry for making me rip. I was in the diary up the river. I chased Larry for making a rip because I was getting rid of all pages in between. Mike, Mike can, I, can, I, can I just bring it back yeah. to the realms of, of, of what people have read? No, your diary. I know it inside and back to Uh And what they've read. You, you mentioned earlier on um, heart, no heart. Can, yeah, no can, heart. Right, can we just go through the explanation of that? Because yeah, by all the phrases it's, that it's we what you call, call right. it's what you call a first instance. Right. Now, actually, actually, at the time, I didn't know Mary Kelly was harshly taken away. I still don't know to this day. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind getting the appropriate documents. Right. So, I guessed it. Now, in the first instance, and I mean literally in the first instance, I was no horse, no horse. Now that's in the first instance, that's when you're writing as a writer, right? And I meant no heart, no horse. And you know the way I meant it? Not Mary Kelly had no horse. James Maybrick had no horse. That's a fact. What, what's interesting, Mike, is that you say you didn't know Kelly's heart had been taken away, and I think that's now perhaps been established. Why didn't you know? Well, because of check with Paul Beck, right? What big... At the time that you book. were preparing to yeah. watch Paul Beck's book. Book, right. right. I also checked with Paul Harrison, his book, 1987. Yes. Right. Yeah. I also checked with Colin, Colin O'Dell yeah. and Robert Wilson. Yeah. And nobody seems to know. Yeah. So I thought, I thought you'd read everything. Well, I've read everything. But Martin's book was out in 1989. 87. 87, and the, the reprint is 1989. Martin actually reprints Bond's whole report which gives you the fact or the possibility I didn't read it oh you didn't read it I'm being honest right I read three books I don't believe it no I'm being serious I read three books right Just Mark, three can, books. can I, can okay. I Sorry, put that as an official question because everyone wants to know uh, and, and uh, it's filtered through to us from various reports that the diary could have could have been forged uh, using relevant books that were available at the time. Richard, you, you stating, right, hang on, uh, uh, let me just put it officially. Yeah. Can you tell us the three books that yeah. you now used to forge the diary? Thank which you. is a question lots of people would want right. to ask. Richard Whittaker Egan. Okay. Murder, Mystery and Mayhem. That's number one. What? Which, which gives the Maybrick side. Right. Okay. I'm here today. I'm sorry, but I've used your words. Robin O'Dell and Colin Wilson. Two. Yep. And the poison light of James 
Uh, sorry, Florence Maybrook. Two of which are sitting there. So, Keith, just, just, just. Yeah, that's that's the Wilson O'Dell, The Poisoned Life, and tale, Tales of Liverpool. Right. These are the three. These are your source books from which the diary is constructed. And if you look, just to prove it. Sorry, give me glasses. Yeah. <coughs> Would you mind giving me the last book? Which one? The last book. Right. Yeah. Murder of Mystery Mayhem. Right. So go on. Do you want me to find it, please? Because I know I know where it is. Do you? Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Maybe to be flying. Yeah. Bullshit. In flight paper. All here is written about Florence Maybrick. It's so easy to do. And it really is so easy to do. But, but curiously, very little about James. No, no. What you're going to find now is what day was it today, if you don't mind me asking? It's April the 10th. I know what date it is, but what day was it? Was it an event? Well, it's the Grand National, is that what you're Thank you very much. No. What did James Maybrook do on the Grand National? And Florence as well. Yeah. We're Alan Brady. Right. Thank you. I do know the history. Right. I'm not foolish. That wins that point. Can, can I go to a question? <coughs> yes, please do. Bob, I'll come back to you. No, I'll send the gentleman there. Hey, after this, lads, can I get, this thing, get back and get a pint? Yeah. yeah, we'll get you one. Yeah. Bring a pint up for Mike. Yeah. That's if we don't mind. Can I just compose about the pens and nibs? Now, did you say 1990 that you brought the pens and nibs? No, I didn't say 1990. 1992. 1992. That you brought the pens and nibs from a Ditchy Art Gallery in Bold Street? Ah, 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 ah. No. Blue Coat Chambers. That's where the ink came from. No, Blue Coat Chambers. The pens and nibs. Oh yeah, I bought them in Wall Street, but I, I thought you meant. I thought you. I thought you. I'm backtracking. I bought. I bought the ink originally in the Blue Coat Chambers, and then I went up to Wall Street. Yeah. Did you buy the pens and nibs in Wall Street? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Well, I've worked in the NG for 22 years now. Because I've still got nibs. I've got the nibs back in my hotel. Oh, well, that's fair enough. But so you've got to argue with the nibs? I've been 22 years. I mean, I was brass down in Bolt Street in 1988. You're wrong. I've got fucking proof that I can prove it. No. I have. Wrong. So to, this gentleman is wrong. The, the branch was not closed down in night. It couldn't have been closed. I'm sorry, it could not have been closed down in 1998 because Mike got the things there in 1998. So I'm not wrong. And if you go to Bull Street, Liverpool, look down on Liverpool here. I know my Liverpool inside out, back to front, I know my Bull Street. The Medici Art Gallery is still open. It's and that's a God's given fact. I have to clear it out in 1988. I've worked there for 22 years. Somebody might have bought it over and said, but go and check it. I've worked there for 22 years. Well, there's a phone there. Go and check it. Go on. All you got to do is phone up 192 and check, check if the Medici Art Gallery... Don't be trying to be clever. You can't check me up. All you got to do is phone up 192, okay. right, and ask okay. if the Medici Arts Gallery exists, and they will tell you it exists. There's a lot of confused people here, Mike. There's one of them. Anyone else got a question? I understand precisely. I'm taking point. Um, anyone else got a question for Mike?
Can you, can you give these gentlemen the courtesy of the floor, because he's got a question to ask for Mike, who's come down from Liverpool. Presumably, Waters. when you bought the ledger, the initial series of pages... Well, first of all, can I stop you there? Well, thank yeah. God, in front of all this world, that thank God, it's not a diary. For, for the first time, you've got it right. It was a ledger. When you bought the ledger, Mike, the pages, everything was there. Why? You you told us, I'm going to say this now, you told us last night, <coughs> yeah, the pages out, would have stand it like. Yeah. Why did you do that? What okay, was... sorry for me. We were right, because all the other pictures and all photographs, I was, I was all uh, people from, uh, um, well, I, w I wouldn't like to say, uh, around about 1912, 1914, something like that. And you were... Um, Photographs of uh, Stanley outside the pyramid of Egypt. Donkey as well, Don Donkey, I know all like that. So tell us about the bit of the photograph interleaved in the pages that he told us. <coughs> tell everybody about that that you so, told us about what? last night. The little bit of the photograph. Oh, yeah, of course, all that has. Now, in Baxendale's poor report, and Robert, remember this, in Baxendale's report, and you can't ask. You can't argue with Baxendale's report. Now, Baxendale, we went down to Birmingham. Shirley Harrison, Sully Emery, and myself, right? And we went down there. Baxendale made a complete report on the diary. And what he said within the diary, he found, and I quote, and I mean literally inverted brackets, piece of a photograph. Tell me, Robert, look at me straight. Is that true or not? It's a good one, Mike, and I know what you're going to say. Is that true or not? Well, I'll answer it on Robert's behalf. It is true. And here is comes the ace. No, no I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying that that is what back, because I've seen the Baxendale report, and it was Nick Eastall actually. And, yeah, Nick Eastall actually lost that tiny bit of, of, of fragment. But is that true or not? I'm saying yes, it is, Robert. Believe me, it is true. Here's the ace. You got the photograph. Thank you. Let's see it. Oh, I've got a photograph. You haven't? No, the photograph's in the bleeding diary, stuck in the diary, isn't it? It's all, all at, at this saying. moment. It's actually in the diary. It should be, by rights. Robert's got the diary. It's, it's the Can we have a look at my diary, Robert? The... Can I have a look at my Why diary? Why did you leave the photograph in the diary? Can I have a look at my diary? My diary? Don't forget I wrote it. Can I have a look at my diary? It's actually showing last week. Still so, I'm still proving the boys. Yeah. Inside that diary was a piece from the Baxendale report. What, 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 what's the photograph, Mike? What is it on? Sorry, it's, uh, if you could excuse me. Uh, could, could you give me that? It's just for a second. Uh, all there is, Robert, no offence. It's just a very little piece. And excuse me, will you agree with me, Robert? Yeah, and I mean, look, I'm looking. Very little piece, isn't it? When was the photograph taken, Mike? I mean, what sort of period are we talking about? 1912. No, got it. So what you've done is you've actually gone down to Dory Montgomery with a 1912 photograph in Victoria, in Jane, in... I made a mistake. 
I made one mistake, ladies and gentlemen. Thought, shit, I put the 1912 photograph in the 1980s. No, I haven't bought. Oh, you have? No. When I bought from off the way to Lisbon, it was already there. I just missed it. You forgot to take it out. But I didn't see it. Oh, Jesus. It was cut. It was cut. Didn't see it? It was cut in between the folds. Right. It was logged. Yeah. And I mean log the whole photograph. If we can actually oh sorry. Ooh. Sorry, I, I, I didn't mean that. If we, I'm sorry I'm getting excited. Right. There's the folds of the diary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're very, very thick. Yeah. And I mean very, very thick. With you. Are you with me? Yeah. yeah. And they are very thick pages. Yeah. So I'm reading the diary. Or writing it. Or writing the diary. Right? Yeah. And what I sorry. And what I forgot to miss yeah. was the folds where they were all cut. I'm with you. And, there, and that had the photograph in there. And that had the photograph in it. Robbie, what a bummer. Okay. No, I know. Yeah, absolutely. I do apologise. I didn't mean to do that. Can, can I have a question from somebody who, 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 who does believe Mike wrote it and who just wants, perhaps there's something that's not quite making sense with them and they want that to... Yeah, this gentleman here, but it, yeah. Where are we? Just a little, just a small point. Just um, to clear up. You, you said that um, your wife actually... Ex-wife. Ex-wife, big bun, actually... Yeah. And because she has psychological problems, this came through on the actual writing, this, this fed through into the writing. No. I didn't say that. Anna Karan said that. Oh, big pun. Well, it was said. said it that. was said. It was said by somebody. But it wasn't okay. said by me. No. Okay. So, okay. You asked me a question, so let, let me no, I'm correct that. I'm yeah. Anna Karan said that. It was said by somebody that the writing displayed psychological problems. That's quite, okay, that's quite true, right. but only by, and I, w I must emphasize in this room, not by me, by Anna Karan. Yep, yeah, fine, right, I'm not mentioning any names now. It was no, said, I mention names because I want to make sure that okay, that, 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 that's It was said by somebody, okay? Yeah. Right. Well, it was said by somebody, get, get you fucked straight, it was said by Anna Karan. So repeat. Okay, fine, it was said by Anna Karan, whoever Thank you. Anna Karan is, fine. Uh, but the problem I've got is you've just been telling us that, in fact, you actually wrote it on the word processor and your ex-wife... Well, I never hand-wrote it. And hand-wrote it. That's the difference. So what you're saying is it's the handwriting showed the psychological problems, not the content. Yeah, not the content. That's fine. Thank you very much. That's clear. Do you understand? I never wrote the diary. You see, the whole thing is, I must emphasize this to everybody in here, right? I never wrote the diary of Jack the Ripper. Oh, I did write it. <coughs> I wrote it on a word processor. Yeah. Do you understand what and I mean? And physically wrote but, it. And physically wrote it. And the, her hand's handwriting, which is different to what's in the, in the diary. The reason for that is that because your wife Wexwife is a deeply disturbed person with a schizoid personality. That is why. Well, I think so. Well, that is why the handwriting is different to her own natural handwriting. 
And am I understanding you correctly, Mike, that the legal position is that the person who did the actual writing of the diary, the handwriting, is the forger. And if the ah. law is going to descend, it will come down on the person who handwrote it, yeah, not on somebody who imagined something creatively. In my hotel room, right, I have just been cleared of threatening to kill. Could somebody confirm that? Uh, no, I'm not, uh, I can confirm it, yes. Right, okay. I just do threaten to kill. Now I'd say around said I was threatened to kill her. Do you understand? Well, I got a bit annoyed. Why did you want that? Why, why was that? Your daughter. Your daughter? Here's, here, I mean, here is, here is a very good point. I'm glad you brought that up because you must think. What? It's a question from Chris George. What the hell do you think of Anne's story? I don't want my daughter to be labelled Jack the Ripper for the rest of her life. That she is descended from... Don't want it. Yeah. Don't want her wrote it. No. You don't want... I mean, that you passionately do not want <coughs> No? There's a suspicion that... that she made. Do you know how to clear your... Do you know how to stop that? Let's see the receipt for the diary. Here is your chance to put an end to it. This is what you came down to Liverpool for. And this is the, the reason. This is so what you want to receive. Okay. Yeah. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, note this. And I hope to God you're going to make a hell of a lot of phone calls. You follow Kevin Way off of Wakeland, Ireland. But can't what? you just give it to me? No. Why not? I cut my cards. I want to know what happens afterwards. I don't mind when I go back on Tuesday. What is more important, Mike, giving me the receipt or actually living with the possible Caroline living with the stigma that she may be descended from? No, it's not for me to decide. It's for you people to decide. I know the truth. Do you understand where I I'm do, coming from? I do, but just I know the truth. It's not for me to give you the receipt. It's up to you. If you're also ripperologists and what have you, right? Right. Go and check the facts. Right. And I'm telling you the okay. facts. Any, from any, Kevin Way. Yeah. Any, anyone else with it? Listen, any questions from over here? Because I know over here are people who believe Mike. I hope you can understand that. Yes, of course, yeah. Sir. Mike, you included in the diary, you included two murders in Manchester. Oh, yeah. Easy. It's simple stuff. just fiction. Yeah, we'll put it this way. Right. We all know that there's five murders in my chapel. Right. Sorry. Okay. We all know that there's five five murders in my chapel. Right. Thomas. That's Mabry's brother. Yeah. Lived in Manchester. Right. He was a cop myth, well, more or less. He was he didn't do that while I thought it was rather appropriate. You see, two murders in my two two murders. Two prostitutes, excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't mean that, but we've, we've got to sort of practical, haven't we? Right. Nobody can ever prove that. In any way, shape or form. So they're just fiction. We didn't read yeah. any newspapers or anything like that, we just thought. Yeah. Can't prove it. One way at all. Very simple, isn't it? 
When he gets to know the diary, it's very, very simple. Five prostitutes were murdered, right? Yeah. In Whitechapel. That's a God-given fact. But, you've got to remember, James Maybrick had his brother, Thomas, in Manchester. Right. So, what's to say before I begin my campaign? I remember that. Very probably word before I give them, begin my campaign. Why not call Richard? Two man, two murders in Manchester. Nobody's got to prove. One prostitute killed. One prostitute killed. He went to he went to victims. But there's plenty of people and there's plenty of prostitutes killed every day on the streets in Manchester at that time. Well, not not necessarily Manchester, but all over the country. Clever, isn't it? Yeah, okay. On the morning of Shirley's launch, why did you lose your nerve? Why did you want to expose the diary? I'm blackmailed. No, no, no. Why, why did you, you... You went for a walk with Anne. Yeah. You said to Anne, I can't go through with this. I want to tell everybody that, it, that, that the diary is a yeah. hoax. We created it. Yeah. And what did Anne say to you? I never see Caroline ever again. So she said to you, say that. I've never seen you Caroline. You've never seen our daughter again. Well, no, that, she didn't say my daughter. She just, her, her exact words. Right. Her exact words were, I never see Caroline So again. she put emotional blackmail on you. Yeah. Sorry, can you take that back? Because yes, we're, of course. We're, we're skipping to a question that we know the answer from, and the audience don't know. Well, that's why I was, I was trying to say that on the on the morning, okay, on the morning of the launch of Shirley's book in October 93. It wasn't nice what she said to me. Where is that way? Mike, no, Mike, clearly not. Mike. Uh, and Anne went down to Doreen Montgomery's and... Uh, no, we didn't go down. We stayed the night. You went down and you stayed we the night? We were Yeah, okay. Right. You and he plays the violin. Right. He can play a fiddle, but I can't. On the morning, on the morning of the launch, Doreen Montgomery suggested to you and Anne that you go for a walk, which you did, on that walk... Down the park. Down the park. By, by Doreen Montgomery's house. You said to Anne... I want to, I want to turn around. And I want to expose it. Right. Why? Because the photo got... Well, put it this way. I'm a... I'm a... Oh. You've got it. I mean, you've, you've actually got what you set out. You've achieved what you set out. Yeah. Money. You've put got it this it. way. Why? Why? Why are you going to... Why do you lose your nerve? I don't understand this. Right, I'm vicious lesion. Right? No. Will you explain that to me? That I do carry the flight to the vicious lesion. So it was so, a, an attack of moral conscience. Yeah. So... No, okay. hang on a minute. If you're British Legion, yeah. right, and if you're the standard bearer right. of the British Legion, yeah. you don't let the standard fall. When, how long had you been the standard? How long had you been a... Nineteen... Nineteen eighty-three. So in fact, when you actually conceived the house and thought, I'm going to con everybody, you were still bearing the stand. Yeah, unfortunately But you were prepared so. to let it fall, mate? No. You weren't? I wasn't. All right. That's the whole point. So if you weren't prepared to let it fall, why did you go... Why did you create the diary in the first place? 
Mr. Bob, but once I created the function, once I created it, I realized I created Frankenstein's monster. And once I created Frankenstein's monster, that's when I wanted to stop it. And that's when the standard comes back up. Oh, that's when the So it's an actual... I didn't realize what I created. From there, from there, I'm being honest. No, no, okay. I'm, I'm being totally honest. I didn't know what I created. So Anne puts emotional blackmail on you. With Caroline. Right. I says, quote, Dory Montgomery on that day. Okay. If you don't go to this book launch, and I quote, yeah. Yeah. right, and I mean in bits of brackets, yeah. or what have you, yeah. I'll make sure you never see Caroline again. So why did, why did Anne leave you then, eight weeks later? Eight weeks later? Yeah. Because I went to the book launch, and I'd gone to the book launch, yeah. and I wasn't too happy with myself. I didn't like myself. Yeah. Because I felt, and I mean, honestly and truly, I felt I let myself down. Right, and that's why she left. I, I, I left. I left. No, I left my moral standards down. And that why she. That's why she left you. And because I left my moral standards down, <coughs> do you understand? I'm trying. I'm to. Yeah. Yes, I'm trying. To yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope you do. Keep. I am honestly. Yeah. I'm trying. Because I'm I left to know why I left. And because I left the flight down. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she left me. That's, she left be, She left you because you let your standards snow. Because she knew I was telling the truth. We, I tried to tell the truth. Keith, can I, yes, we, 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 we sort of established that. Okay, can I, yeah, can I move thing. on to an, an, another question? Yeah, by always. I, I hope I hope you think that you know where I'm coming from. I was trying to establish the truth. You know, and left. Well, I let the standard down, right? I'm blackmailed me, and I wouldn't be blackmailed. Full stop. Mike, Mike, I, yeah. I hope I can speak for everybody yeah. in this room when we tell you we are indebted to you and we respect you for coming here tonight <coughs> and telling us your story. That's very nice, but I may thank you. I do want to ask you this question. Go on. When Clifford Irving forged the Howard Hughes diaries, the forgery was exposed very quickly, and Irving went to prison. When the fellow in Germany forged the Hitler diaries, very, very quickly, after Hugh Trevor Roper stumbled and said, Yep. Well, can I ask you a question? How the hell can I go to prison when I haven't made a penny? Ah, okay. No, that, that, that isn't exactly the question. The point see, is, you, in that if, instance, if, if you do the fraud, if you do the fraud, right, if you do the fraud, Rob Smith's there. Well, all my money's been paid to Richard Barker Jones, correct, brothers? That's your solicitor. My solicitor. Right? All my money. If I haven't made one damn bloody penny, how the hell can I go through it? The point I'm asking, Mike, is less personal than I think you think it is. <coughs> if in the Hitler Diaries case, once the experts after Hugh Trevor Roper. Oh, so it was after the events. I find that very ironic. After the diaries that said, 
But I'm being totally honest. I find that exceedingly ironic. It's always after the events. Okay. Why has this hoax taken so long as you come out? Five years or six years to undo. To undo. Simple. Yeah. And it really is a simple question. I'm Robert Smith, I tell you this now. I'm Robert Smith. I mean this, Robert. I mean this in my heart. And I swear this on my heart. I swear this on the Bible. You don't use Caroline. And if anybody uses Caroline, then God forgive them. Because anybody who uses Caroline, you've got me to answer for in between. I don't mind going to prison for that. And I mean that. And I really mean it. Nobody, nobody uses my daughter. But you were prepared to actually have Caroline. That's witness. what you believe. Well, that's what you said in the statement. That's what Anne wrote in the statement. No, you wrote the statement. It's your statement. You said, unfortunately, there was a witness, and that was Caroline. She witnessed us writing the diary. And I, I don't understand how you morally reconcile the two. This, that's because I haven't got children. Right. That, that, that's something. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Can we just move on uh, and take another question? Mike, can you confirm or deny something could be played? Yes, I always. I'm being extremely polite, I hope. Right. Maybe you know this. Maybe you've done this. I mean, okay. You're next to a jukebox there, so I hope you don't mind me asking. <laughs> right. I don't, I, I don't suppose I see a bad moon arising there yet. No. But three wars are surviving. Because I'm getting that way now. I'm starting to get panicked. When, when Shirley Harrison's book was first published uh, in 1993, Gordon Holly, former IGN newscast, yeah. referred to a review. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Gordon Holly said that the American public. Sorry, uh, got hold of the dollar. Yeah. The original dollar. That chapman over there, Scott. That chapman over there. Robert, I'm going to sell a diary for you. Hang on, let's get something straight. Can, can you give the let, let, let the gentleman ask the question. Sorry. Gordon Honeycomb said in the Daily Telegraph that the American got hold of the original documents, they subjected the information testing, and their conclusion was that the ink was of a type not manufactured until the late 1920s. And as a result of that, the American publisher sent 200,000 copies of the book straight to the shreds. That's Gordon Honeycomb's story. Can you confirm what he has? I don't know. There is the gentleman. And there is young. Robert? I saw, I saw the book to the I can't confirm that. Um, I can confirm that. It's actually completely untrue. Uh, I sold the book to Warner um, as a result of an article which appeared in the Washington Post. They pulled the plug on it. Um, and no copies were printed. And then within about a week, resold the book to 
Hyperion, <coughs> which is uh, solely owned, solely owned and accompanied by Disney, and they then put out about 50,000 copies in hardback. Um, it then was published in paperback by Simon Schuster, and they put out and sold about 100,000 copies. So where's all my money, Robert Daly, if you don't mind me asking? So where's the home money, Robert, then, if you don't mind? 50,000, 100,000, what have you? 1599, 599. Where's the home money? I haven't had a penny. Uh, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I still move it on? I, I know questions are uh, being asked, answers are trying to be given, we go off on the tangents. Mike, you say you're a writer, uh, and you, you, you say that you've done what you've done before. Uh, what have you written since the diary? Fine, thank you. You know exactly what, what I haven't. But you've got them in my hotel room. Yeah. And you can see them. Okay. I don't know, Mr. Mears. Right. I don't know, Mr. Mears. And. A lot of people said to me, oh, Battle by Car, right? So I said to myself, oh, screw this for the game of soldiers. Excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen. I thought, what about the Royal York Now, there's too many people in this room that have seen that. Would you confirm? Would you confirm? Would you confirm? Uh, yes, I will. I will confirm. Right. Anybody else would like to confirm? Thank you. So, what the hell have I wrote? Well, I'll tell you what I wrote. Once upon a time, I wrote a story. A very long story. It was kind of a diary chapter, isn't it? Okay. But I forget about that. But I'll say this. Just my sense of humor. But I'm going to say it one more time tonight so I'll get a message over. Robert, when you're writing three things, always remember this. And I'm talking to you. When you're writing three things, always include three basic ingredients. Sex, religion and mystery. Do you remember that Robert? Thank you. So, I'll speak to you. So, I thought to myself, I've got to incorporate sex, religion and mystery in this book. Okay, now I'm doing my York Murders and actually I've got on to three chapters now and they're quite good, I would say so myself. And I can string two sentences together regardless of what Paul Thelma says. But remember, sexual is mystery. My God, I'm pregnant with you, <laughs> Mike, I've, got, I've, I've been told I've got to wrap it up. That's so what I, it's all about. What, what, is, what is fascinating? That's what, that's what writing is about, Robert. What, when you write, Robert, I'm talking to you. When you write, you're right. And I'll tell you something else. No, please forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. When you write, you write from here. And you write from the heart. It might be a hoax. I might be a fool, or what have you. But when you're right, and you're a publisher, you're right from your heart. That's the secret, and that's the secret of writing. What's fascinating, Mike, is that the de debate has moved on. People used to argue about the authenticity of the diary, now they don't. What they now argue about, and after tonight they won't argue about it, they used to say, the argument was, how good a hoax is it? Somebody brilliant if you don't mind me saying. Except some people say it's an amateurish fake, it's a mo modern twaddle 
Stuart Evans said it was a pile of crap. He saw through it before he even saw the thing. Well, how the hell did it go on the shelf then? I don't know. That That is what's fascinating about it. There are people who say it's brilliant, 64, absolutely brilliant. 64 pages, Robert. Of brilliance. How the hell did it get on the shelf? The, the answer's here tonight. Seven years later, we're still talking. Mike, can I can I just ask you one well, thing? Uh, I don't know where it all come from. Oh, sorry, Andy's down there. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there are any other reasonable questions that can be asked that can take it any further. Mike, Mike's given his. Oh, sorry, yeah. Dave, I'll get back to you. But I'm going to ask one thing. Um, we did ask Mike to come down and to bring concrete evidence and conclusive proof. Uh, Keith has gone the route saying, do you have the receipts for this, which I've spoken to Mike about and Mike assures me that he does. He has stated that he doesn't feel it appropriate to bring the receipt out for the diary Not this now. Person, always, no, 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 but because I've spent a lot of time with you, Mike, before you return to Liverpool, will you allow me to take a photocopy of that receipt? So By all means. You are saying that in front of everyone. It you will give me a photocopy of that receipt. By all means. And we can just say, there it is. And we'll pull down, you'll put it in the Ripperologist. Yeah, fine. Can I, right, sorry, Dave sat very patiently. You remember Dave from yesterday, and we've taken it very much like. Dave, yours has quick, to be. Yeah, very quick. This is very quick. Um, you lost our, you lost our Just very quick. Um, We've all sat here, and I've got, I think I'm right in saying that there's one question tonight but that's, that's raised the temperature, and that's somebody over there talked about whether Medici Art Shop was closed in 88 or 92. Is that correct? No, no, that's not what I asked the gentleman if he knows. Do you know, do you know exactly the, where the Medici Art Shop is? No, I don't. I'm just saying that the only question that has raised the right, temperature right. is one question. And that was oh, to do you with me? that would, shop. Would you All I wanted to ask the gentleman would, would is, does he know? Yeah. Whether after Majiti pulled out, whether it remained as an art shop, right. which means you'd have still gone to the Thank same you. place and got so, it, or, would, or is would you allow me to ask that question? Would you allow me to ask that question, that gentleman? One question, right? Mm. Very simple question. Where is the Majiti art shop? Let me ask you a question. Um, we certainly do not have a branch in Bond Street. So you know it's in Bolshies, right? No, I think he's just said there, was, there no, wasn't a branch. We do not have a branch in Bolshies. It closed in 1988. And I've worked there for 22 years. I was one of the people who helped to clear out the building. Totally wrong. What, 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 what took its place? Did another art shop take its place? I don't know what took its place. Ah. Well, there's probably another art shop to the same football. No, it's... The Medici art shop. You go to, you go, I, I, I guarantee, now I mean this, I'm very serious, I'm a Liverpoolian, I know my Liverpool inside the house, of course. You go to Bull Street now, tomorrow, so to speak, and you walk up Bull Street, and you walk up top of Bull Street, now tell me where British Yorkshire is in Bull Street. It does not exist. Tell me where it was originally. In Bull Street? Yeah. Bossman Top End. Go on, I'm asking you a simple question. Well, you're the, you're the person who owns it, so tell me where it is. It, is it top? I do not own the building. Well, you're the person who's saying, is it top end or the bottom end? I was one of the people who helped 
I am asking you one question. Where is the Medici art shop in Ball Street? Shop end of Ball Street. Shop end of Bob Bossman. Why not? Why not? Why not? Because no, no, because you can't answer it. To prove to you that we down the You're wrong. I will. I tell you what. There must be a phone here somewhere. Right. There must be a phone with one nine two. David, did you work there in Liverpool? No, I did not. That's that's the point. I think he David didn't work at the shop in Liverpool. He worked for a branch that's in London. In London. And so. And once the goods came down to London. I helped clear it out. Right. So you went Thank there. You. you went so out to, to the archers. Categorically. That's that's the point. He didn't go to the right. So you're not saying categorically that the Medici art shop has closed but down. I can prove to you that no, you can't. No, because if you've got a phone behind why, there. Why don't you drink that? Well, why don't we ask Keith to actually pass the number now and prove to you that it does not exist? Because it won't be open. <laughs> but it can be checked. Ah, but it will have an answer for the machine. Sorry? It will have an answer machine. <laughs> it will not because it doesn't exist. Our, our, the Medici Arch Gallery is right opposite. Right, so Mike, what we're saying, and again we can prove this, and again it's another one for Andy Ailey, who's trying to keep control of this. Oh, hello, yes. Um, trying to keep control. Of course, yeah, well. Yeah. Mike is saying this gentleman is wrong. The Medici Art Gallery exists today. This gentleman says in London, no. In Ball Street. In Ball Street in Liverpool. This gentleman says no, it doesn't. Andy Ailey will personally go and find out whether what is the truth that we will have the answer in, if Paul Daniel permits, in the next Ripperologist, it will be resolved. Fair enough? Yeah. Fair yeah, enough, David? Happy with that? Sorry? Sorry? What no, I'm saying uh, is... We will, we, will, we will follow that through, we will follow through uh, Bowl Street, we will follow this through, and... Thank you very uh, much. The evidence I do know exists. My, my, I have to say, and I have been very impressed, because I've spent the last yeah. two days with Mike, Mike always throws out the challenge of if you don't believe check it, it, go and check it. Why doesn't he prove something? He's Sorry? asking everybody else to prove something. Why doesn't he actually prove something? Who? Him. Well, you're not doing it. You're all getting bloody paid. There's hundreds of thousands of pounds going about. Sorry, who's so getting What is your question? Why? It's I not to anybody in this room. Hang on, Mike. I want to, say, I want oh, to help yeah. you. What's your question? Why, why don't you people prove things instead of asking everybody who's got a question to prove something? What would you like us to prove? The receipt. Every single time you ask Don, Don, you do it. Don, what are you doing? But we've just said. We're trying to. We're trying to. just said. Mike has said he has got the proof. No, listen. You put uh, the question to him. call it quarter to ten on a Saturday yeah. night. Well, he isn't going to do it, is he? I wouldn't blame him. No, I just said I, I would do it. I just said I would do it. But you can't do it at quarter to ten on a Saturday evening. I have just sat here, if actually, you're listening, uh, and said I will go and check it. actually, thank you actually can. All you do is drink one nine two direct inquiries and ask for the Don, can you can you can you can you take this this gentleman on with this point? David, we take that and we know what we're going to do. Don, this gentleman is saying to us, he's chatting he including that he includes in that he includes in that challenge you. Why do we 
ask Mike to prove things, why don't we go out and do it no, ourselves? No, no, no. Uh, no, 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 you're saying, no, why doesn't Mike prove it? You're saying, no, Thanks for coming, Mike, and proving your point. I do apologise. Yeah. I sincerely apologise, honestly, and do. But once you start, once you start insulting my Caroline, lad, oh, I'll pull you and I'll lock you from one brick to the other. So don't fucking bother me. And the bus. Mike Barrett being interviewed by Keith Skinner at the April 1999 meeting of the Cloak and Dagger Club. We are a podcast sponsored and hosted by Casebook.org, where you'll find over 160 roundtable discussions, author interviews, conference presentations, Whitechapel Society meetings, and archive tapes all about Jack the Ripper, East End history, and Victorian true crime. If you have any questions or comments about any of our releases, feel free to contact us on the Casebook message boards or find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching for RipperCast. Thank you.